Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 183, Feel the Ground, and it's a practice built around feeling the ground through your hands and feet to help you connect to the postures, but also to help you connect to the here and now, uh, and hopefully find a little bit of relief and sanity bringing yourself to the present moment. You'll need a massage ball if you have it. Uh, If you have two of them in a tote, even better. But if not, you can just use your hands. And then a yoga brick and whatever you like to use to get comfortable. Let's get to it. So let's allow ourselves a formal beginning by coming into something like child's pose or lying down, knees bent. Feel free to prop your child's pose if that gives you a better release. Uh, If you don't like child's pose or it's not comfortable, feel free to lie down, knees bent. And simply allow yourself a moment for practice to begin. So as you settle into lying down or child's pose, make sure elbows can soften, make sure whatever is touching the ground has a quality of releasing into the ground. Feel the support of the ground underneath you, or at least its texture and feeling. And give yourself permission to feel however it is you feel, whatever it may be this evening. And let's just enjoy the support and comfort of the floor for a few quiet breaths so we allow ourselves to be where we are and start our practice where we are. So I'll be quiet and you simply feel the ground and breathe. Before we move on, if there's any commitment to this practice that you want to make, any intention or general quality you want to bring to it, just say that to yourself now and breathe with it. And then let's come up to sit and I'll explain how we'll do our first warm-up self-massage. So if you have it, two balls in their tote or two balls uh, in a sock or something, and then when we massage, your forearm will just go in between the two balls. If you don't have that, you'll use one ball. If you don't have that, you're just going to use your hand in the same place. Okay? So everyone uh, has something to work with because we all have hands as far as I know. So if you're seated, you're just going to sit and you're going to massage your right forearm. 
if you have a ball or two, I suggest placing it on a brick so you have a little extra height, and then coming down to elbows and knees. Let's start with the right forearm, everybody. So if you're using your hand, just start massaging your right forearm. If you're using two balls or one ball, just bring your forearm on top of the two balls uh, or on top of the one ball and just start going up and down the forearm. And I don't care which way the palm faces because it's going to face all directions eventually. If you have the two balls, you can get in between the two balls. And then just as you go, if you need to adjust the ball or your hand do, and just start changing the angle by which you go up and down. And the only thing I'm going to say is just avoid uh, heavy pressure to the very center of the wrist. So just stop right before you get to the wrist if you're using the balls. And just a couple more times up and down, making sure you're turning the arm so you get different angles. Then using the ball or your hand, just pin some skin in place. So you're just going to stay in place and then just move your hand around. So you're either gripping the forearm and moving your hand around or the forearm is on a ball and you're moving it around. Okay. And then just do the same thing in a slightly different place. Get a little bit of movement. All right. Before we do side number two, just have a moment to sit and feel side to side. So I always like just to have a little moment. Okay. Did I actually do anything? Did crazy Adam just have me roll on a tennis ball for no purpose? Or did it do something? If I pay attention, can I feel not only where the pressure was, but above and below it? What's going on? What's going on side to side? All right. And then set up to do the same thing other side. So either using your hand to massage your left forearm or using your one or two ball set up to start going up and down. And don't worry about having to be perfect technique. All I want you to do is explore up and down. And as you go up and down, just, just spin the arm around, get different angles, different pressure. Avoid direct pressure center of wrist. Couple more times. I love this stuff. It's also a signal that we'll be bearing weight in our hands. So you can keep that in mind. Keep the ball or your hand in place in the forearm. And then that same arm, just move the hand around a little bit. Let's see what that does. Then same thing, but ball or hand in a slightly different place. Get some movement. All right. And then just as we did, other side, just come up to sit for a second. Ask yourself, did I just do anything? Not only to forearm and wrist and hand, but to anywhere else. Okay. Then all fours on your hands. And we just woke the forearm and the hand up. So spread your hand out. And this will be a good opportunity to overdo it because sometimes we get really excited about having good yoga alignment. So we overdo the hand spread. So overdo it to the point that it's ridiculous. And then take like 20, 30% back. So it's just a spread hand that's alert. 
keep a lot of awareness in your hands, feel the mat underneath you, and just do cat-cow a few times, trying not to lose that connection to your hand, which is a little bit of an alignment thing, but also an awareness thing at this moment. One more. Okay. If you have uh, no ball to work with, just stay seated. If you have balls uh, that you can massage with, stand and have the ball on the floor so you can play around with it. We're going to massage our feet. If you don't have a ball to work with, you're going to sit and use your fingers to massage the foot that uh, I'm explaining. So one ball or two ball, right foot on the ball or hand into right foot massaging it. If you have the two ball, you can get in between, which is really nice. And we're just going to go on the inner edge, center of the foot, and outer edge. And just sort of playing around. If you want to get into the heel and the ball of the foot, you can. Just enjoy this movement. And again, you don't have to be super precise. It's a little bit just about receiving the sensory touch. If you're using your hand, just massage. Give yourself a nice foot rub. Last few little wiggles on this side. Then if you're standing, stand off the ball. Just stand on two feet. If you're seated, just push that foot you've been massaging into the floor. Feel what you did. Okay. Same thing, other side. So ball or two balls or just using your hand, left foot, and roll around the outer edge, center of the foot, inner edge. Wake that foot up. And it's going to be really good for us to help us feel what's underneath us. Try to get the heel a little bit. Ball of foot a little bit. I've been enjoying working with the two balls in the uh, in the toad. It really is a different experience. Okay. Everyone stand. First assess. Okay, did I do anything? Now, just like we did with our hands, overdo the toe spread until it's it's just like crazy. Too much work. Then just back it off 20 or 30%. So toes are spread, they're working, they're alert, but we don't have to be aggressive. Keep awareness in your feet, feel the floor underneath you. Slowly roll down into a standing forward fold with feet parallel. If it's there for you, fingertips or palms get a sense of the floor. And just like think, okay, I have hands and feet on the floor. Try to balance out the weight. One more breath. Then walk it out to downward facing dog. Take all the time you need to settle into your down dog. Bend and straighten legs, sway hips sigh, just sort of get everything alert. Every day is different in your down dog. So if you want a different width to foot or hand, please take it or take it for this part of the class and change it later. And then, you know, just the simple inquiry through your hands, through your feet. Can you feel the floor? Can you feel where you are? 
Can you have the security of the floor and where you are without having to get lost in your head and other things going on? Okay, then from here, step the right foot forward, drop the back knee in a low lunge, come up hands on hips. If that back knee is going to give you any grief, put a blanket underneath it or double the mat. Then push down through the front foot. Boom, it pushes down. Push down through the back shin and top of foot. So legs should be starting to talk to you. Squeeze the legs towards each other so there's a little bit of core engagement. If it's gotten to the point that you're overdoing it, remember you can back off a little bit. Keep the legs doing that thing of squeezing, pushing down and squeezing in. Arms open to a cactus. We're going to do flowing Gomukhasana arms. So you'll understand what that means in a second if you, if you don't already have it. So right arm goes up, bends, and comes behind you like you're trying to touch in between your shoulder blades. But don't touch in between your shoulder blades. It's just hanging out. Left arm goes down behind you and tries to touch the right hand behind you. But don't touch hands. Don't touch back. Don't touch shirt. Keep legs working and then open it back up to that cactus and then switch so it's the left elbow on top, right elbow below. Don't touch your back. Don't touch your shirt. All right, keep going with it. A couple times each side. Just a slow switch. It doesn't have to be a breath rhythm. It's just slow movement. Don't touch your shirt. Don't touch your back. Switching so it's left elbow on top. And then let's actually, we'll finish it here. Come back up so it's right elbow on top. Get the hands behind you, reaching in between your shoulder blades, trying to touch, but don't touch. Don't touch your back. Don't touch your shirt. Right elbow's reaching up. Left elbow's reaching down. Legs are pressing and squeezing in. Then definitely touch your back, but it's not just passive. Push into your back. If that means hands can come a little closer together without contorting, do so. But it's not passive. Push into your back. Right elbow up, left elbow down, arms squeezing in. Just take a good old breath. Then come down, plank pose or all fours. That should feel like work. It shouldn't just feel like flopping your arms about. Arms are working. So they're pushing the floor away. Hands are engaged without being crazy dance hands. Can you get all your toes on the ground or just sort of feel like you could and push through your heels? So legs are alert. Good. You're alert in that plank. So make sure head isn't dangling, head isn't depressed. Drop your knees, roll down. Interlace your fingers behind you. Just have a happy locust. Lift the chest up, lift the arms up. If you want to lift the legs up, lift the legs up. Just make sure it's not coming from your lower back arch. Some of you who are more skillful at this start working your core a little bit in the locust so we minimize the lower back movement. Okay, come all the way back down and then lift up to all fours or plank and then to down dog. Have a moment of wiggle. Have a moment of setting the feet in the right position, the hands in the right position. Then let's add a little bit more to this. Can you balance out the weight side to side? 
So sometimes in this, I feel like one foot's taking more weight, one hand's taking more weight because I have some asymmetries like we all do. So can you try to find the feeling of equal distribution of weight? Okay. Then step the left foot forward in that low lunge, drop the back knee, hands on hip. If that back knee is going to give you any grief, give it some love. Okay. Front foot pushes down. Boom. Back shin and top of foot pushes straight down. Then both legs try to squeeze into center. Bring the arms open to a cactus, keeping that. So you know the drill now. We're going to start with the left arm on top. Same flow. All right? Left arm on top, right arm below, flowing Gomukhasana arms. Don't touch your shirt. Don't touch your back. Then open it back up, switching sides. Trying to make it mindful and slow. Make sure your legs are still working as that left arm goes up again. And then we're switching to right arm on top. Then finally, just finish with the left arm on top this time. Don't touch your shirt. Don't touch your back. How high can the left elbow get? How low can the right? How close can the hands get while still not touching anything and working your legs? Then touch your back. Ah, freedom. If hands can get a little closer without contorting, do it. But then it's not passive. Push into your back. Push into your back. Push into your back. Last breath. Okay. Plank pose or all fours. Take a moment. Sometimes wrists don't quite like plank. If wrists don't like plank, hands can go a little forward. Or you can always do forearm plank. Push so firmly through your arms that there's a tiny rounding to the upper back. Minuscule. Work your legs. If you can get all your toes on the ground, great. If not, just like feel like you could. And make sure your head is still part of the plank. There it is. Alert. Good. Drop your knees. Roll down. This time, we're going to be a little bit more active in the locus. So arms reach straight back. The palms can face in any direction. Lift their upper body. Lift the arms. Lift the legs. And make sure it's like the top of the thigh is lifting too without a lot of lower back arch. Yes. How far can the fingertips reach back with a tiny tuck of chin? Good. Then all the way back down. Lift up to all fours or plank. And then to downward facing dog. Feel what's underneath you. So we have the security of hands and feet and the ground. Balance the weight side to side. And it, it won't quite be an equal balance, can it, but can it feel like it's like equal effort from feet to hands? That they're not just even receiving weight, you're pushing, you're pushing a little bit through the hands and feet. So everything, everything is there. Good. Walk the feet forward, standing forward fold. Massage your legs if you want, or massage the back of your head, or massage all of that because you have a couple breaths. I always like my little touchy-feely moment. It's sort of just, it reminds me that, you know, this is about me. This is about me and my stuff and my body and what I need to work out and not just, you know, trying to make some pose. 
Okay, then arms dangle. And let's actually roll up to stand one more time. Before we do a little bit of sun salutation, just get into your feet. So heel, definitely. And a little bit of the ball uh, of the big toe and the ball of the pinky toe. Be where you are in your room, in your space, even if it's chaotic, if your life is chaotic or if it's calm, just be in it and breathe with it. And then let's practice within that, whatever it is. So just a a little bit of flow. Inhale the arms slowly up. Exhale, slowly fold until hands touch the ground. Halfway lift on inhale. I like hands on shins while feet really engage. Yeah. Exhale, fold and round over the legs. Just nice nostril breathing. Inhale, slowly stand up. Drive through the heels as you stand up. Reach to touch your ceiling so arms are working. Then exhale the hands slowly down to your side. Just your hands, just your hands, just your hands. Inhale, the arms go up again. Exhale, slowly fold, taking your time. Hands touch ground, even if knees bend a lot. Half lift on inhale. Exhale, fingertips on the ground. Step the right leg back slowly. Runner's lunge. Press through the feet and inhale the chest forward. Exhale, step to your really strong plank or all fours. Inhale here. Exhale to drop the knees and lift the feet. So we're set up for a half triceps press. Exhale, bend the elbows. Inhale, straighten the elbows. Exhale, bend the elbows. Chest goes forward. Inhale, straighten. One more. Bend. Straighten. Roll down and set up for cobra. Hands roughly underneath shoulders. Get the tops of your feet flat first. Inhale, press tops of feet and hands, lift the chest, cobra. Exhale, back down and then back to downward facing dog. Inhale, the right leg slowly up, as if you could touch the wall behind you. You might be able to, dependent on your space. Exhale, slowly step or drag that foot through runner's lunge. Fingertips on the ground. Press feet, send chest forward, but really work the feet. That's the key. Good. Drive through the front heel, lift off, step forward, standing forward fold. Half lift on your inhale. Fold on your exhale. 
Inhale all the way up, driving through heels, lifting chest, reach to touch ceiling. And then hands slowly, slowly, slowly come down to your side. One more like that. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold over the legs. Half lift, inhale. Fingertips down, left leg back, runner's lunge. Stay like that or reach the arms back like locusts, like you're like a rocket about to take off. And then hands down, step to your plank. Make it a strong plank. Inhale there. Then drop the knees, lift the heels, and we're going to do our half triceps press forward and down. Inhale, re-straighten the arms. If it's hard, just don't go as low. Exhale, slow and controlled, forward and down. Inhale, up we come. Really feel the hand in the mat. Last one, forward and down. And then straighten. Roll down, set up for cobra. Flatten the tops of the feet first. Then push into feet, push into hands, come up any height, cobra. Then down and back, downward facing dog. Inhale the left leg slowly up as if you could touch this, uh, whatever's behind you. Exhale, step or drag the foot through to your runner's lunge. Stay or reach the arms back so you feel like a little rocket. And then hands down, drive through the front foot, step forward, forward fold. Half lift is your inhale. Fold, exhale. Inhale all the way up, as much or as little back bend as you like. Only hands slowly come down to your side. Inhale, arms go up. The reach begins from the press through your feet. Exhale, fold over the legs with as much or as little intensity as you want. Half lift is the inhalation. Then hands down, step to plank pose. Decide to have your knees up or down as you inhale. Knees stay up or down. Exhale, bend the elbows a little bit or as much as halfway down. Inhale, re-straighten. Take your time. Exhale, bend. It's just a press up. Keep the hips a little higher, Taz, if you can. Yeah, and straighten. Good. Last one. Bend. And straighten. 
roll all the way down, set up either for cobra or up dog. I like to actually come up to up dog from the floor. So cobra or up dog. And then when you're ready, inhale, up we come, cobra or up dog. Enjoy the press of foot, the press of hand, and shoulders lovely and back. Good. And then downward facing dog. Then you stay breathing nice and slow through your nostrils. Balance out the side to side. Balance out the front to back. And then hands and feet are not just receiving weight. They're also pushing into the floor. Like hands are pushing down and back. Feet are pushing down and back. So it should feel like work. If down dog ever gets passive, um, you've sort of lost your way a little bit, I think. Good. Last little bit. If you're interested in hopping, sometimes cheating the feet a little forward first helps. Exhale to hop or step. Half lift when you're ready to inhale. Fold and exhale. Drive through the feet as you inhale all the way up. Then only hands come down. Okay, we're going to do our daily squats. We'll start feet parallel, about hip distance. So it'll feel a little bit like chair pose, but think you're squatting down and back. Inhale, bend the knees, butt back, arms up or out, wherever they feel good. As low as you want to go, as long as heels have pressure, spine has length. Exhale, stand, drive through heels, squeeze through bottom bum. We're going to do that twice more. Inhale, sit into that chair squat, as deep or as not deep as you want to go. Heels working, spine long. Exhale, stand. One more. Inhale, squat, taking your time with it. Heels working, lower back long, spine long. Exhale, stand. Separate the feet a little bit wider, turn the feet out, the knees out, the thighs out, so there's some external rotation. And you can, you can personalize this. Same thing. Inhale, sit as low as you want, as long as heels are down, lower back has length, spine has length. Exhale, stand, drive, drill through heels, squeeze through bottom bum. Keep it going. Inhale, sit into that squat. Exhale, stand. Last one. Sit. And stand. Good. Separate the feet even wider, as wide as you'd like, and turn. keep the feet turned out. So think sumo squat. If your knees knock in, just bring the feet a little bit closer. Inhale, sit into that deep sumo squat. If knees are knocking in, make your feet a little narrower. Yep. Exhale, stand. And arms can reach in any direction, whatever helps you. A couple more. Inhale, sit deep into it. Butt is going back because it's not ballet. Exhale, stand. Unless it feels good, I I won't limit you. One more. Inhale, sit. (laughs) And then 
stand. All right. So hopefully that's gotten some things cooking. Come back to the top of your mat if you're not there. Same sun salutation start. No rushing. Inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold. Half lift. Palms flat on the floor. Hop or step, plank chaturanga, or walk to down dog. And then if you did chaturanga, do your back bend using the tops of your feet, using your hands. And then we all meet in downward facing dog. From down dog or all fours, raise the right leg up into the air, bend the right leg, turn the right hip open. You know, just a little bit goes a long way. You have three points of contact on the floor. Can you balance the weight out into that tripod? Okay. Or is one side taking more or less than the other? Lovely. Last breath here. Then come forward through uh, with the right foot into warrior two hands on hips. We're only going to do this a couple times. So make the warrior two as long or short as you want. Hips as high or low as you want. But just like we did in the lunge earlier, press down through the front heel. Reach back through the back heel and squeeze the legs towards each other. It should feel like work. Reach the arms out. And I quite like to push down through the palms. I keep the arms up, but I feel like I'm pushing down through the palms so forearm muscles are working. Look forward. Take one more breath. Then come down forearm to thigh, side ankle. You'll have an opportunity to go deeper in a moment. And then just take that top arm and just circle it like a propeller a couple times one way, a couple times the other way. And just like we did earlier, bring that arm behind you into a half bind without touching. So that top arm comes behind you. Half bind doesn't touch anything. Just your best half bind with the elbow pretty close to the torso. Then push the arm into your lower back or the outside of your thigh. Push it. I like the push. We're going to keep the push. And then you go as low or as not low as you want to go into the pose. Hand can touch whatever. Good. Give it another breath. Then come out of that into runner's lunge, fingertips on the ground. From here, raise the right arm up so it's twisting runner's lunge. If that left hand doesn't feel like it's really in contact with anything, put a brick underneath it. And then push into the brick. Good. Hips nice and high so we don't hang out in it. Last breath. Okay. And then bring the right hand back down again. Drop the back knee momentarily. Step the right foot back into a side plank variation where you're on left hand and left knee. Or decide, you know what? I'm going to have both knees up. So I'm going to do the side plank on with stacked feet. If the hand doesn't work, do it on a forearm. Reach the top arm up. You're in side plank on your left side. Whatever is touching the ground is not just there. It's pushing the floor away. 
If the floor was soft, you would leave an imprint in it. Good. If you want to reach that top arm up and over like a rainbow, do it. And then come through to down dog or chaturanga, whatever you'd like. Okay. And we'll do the same thing on the other side. The left leg goes up from here or all fours. It bends, it turns, the hips turn a little bit open. Balance out the weight distribution. You now have three points of contact, a tripod. A tripod is very stable, so just spread the weight out. Like if you had your fancy you know, digital camera on a tripod, would you want it leaning to one side or are you going to balance it out? Okay, step through to your warrior two setup, hands on hips. Then decide how long or not long of a stance you want, how high or low you want the hips. That just changes the intensity. Drill through the heels. Squeeze the legs into center. Reach the arms. Look forward. And then just give a little push to the forearms so forearm muscles work. We have awareness of that place we were rolling earlier. Another breath. Then come down forearm to thigh, side angle, and just propeller that top arm. Just propeller it. And then change the direction to circle it the other way. Bring the arm behind you into a half bind without touching anything. Stay there for a moment. Then push the hand either into your lower back or outside of the thigh, wherever it wants to go. I like to keep the elbow close to torso. Then if you want to go lower, go lower. If there is a brick there that you can push into, push into it. Good. Last little bit. Then come down, runner's lunge. Hands frame the front foot. Left arm goes up, twisting lunge. If it helps you find length, raise the right hand up onto fingertips or a brick if you have it. Yeah, just keep the hips nice and high, Sammy, back leg strong, and turn shoulders more than the top arm. Ah, look at that. You have it. Okay, then bring the hands down. Momentarily drop the back knee. Transition to side plank on your right side, keeping a knee down or stacking your feet. Side plank on your right side. Okay. It's work. No way around it. Push into the floor. So if the floor was sand, you, you, your foot would sink in. Keep the hips pretty high. Then if you want to rainbow the top arm, do it, and you get a little height of hip. Good. And then just use that to help you transition into plank, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or just down dog. Okay. From wherever you are, walk the hands to the feet. Walk the hands to the feet. Remind yourself you're in your space, you're in your room, you're in your chaos, you're in whatever it is, and just breathe with it. I'm going to keep working with it. Slowly come up to stand, however you want to stand. We're going to play around with dancer pose for a couple rounds. So if you want to hold on to a wall or a chair, get yourself there. Hands on hips. If you're using a wall or a chair, left hand on wall or chair. 
without using your hands, bring right heel to right bum. Without using your hands, bring right heel to right bum and try to keep your right knee a little backwards in space and that'll give you the good stuff. Okay, then right fingertips reach toward right heel. They may or may not make it. If they make it, just lightly touch right heel. From there, keeping that contact, come into your dancer's pose. Left arm reaches forward and up. You tip the pelvis forward, you lift the chest. It's not gonna be far. You can always walk the left hand up a wall. But a light touch, a light happy touch between right heel and right fingertips. So we just say glute, hamstring, hello. Okay, then slowly come back to stand. I'm sorry if that takes the fun out of dancer pose. Same thing, side number two. Hands on hips or right hand on wall. Left heel to left bum. Keeping the left knee a little bit back. Then reach left fingertips toward left heel. They may or may not make it. If they make it, just lightly touch left heel and sort of push heel and fingertips together. From here, it's dancer pose. Probably not that far into it. Reaching right arm forward and up or walking it up the chair or the wall. Just keep that light pressure or attempted pressure between heel and foot. Good. Last breath. Okay. And then slowly stand. Ah, okay. So now we'll, we'll bring the fun back into it, but hopefully we'll keep some of the engagement. So same process, right heel to right bum. This time, right hand can grab the foot. If you have to contort a little bit to grab the foot, that's okay, but then rebalance yourself out. But you don't just hold the foot. Foot pushes into hand, hand pushes into foot. Foot pushes into hand, hand pushes into foot. Keep that and then do as much or as little dancer pose as you want to do. So foot goes up and back, it lifts, left arm reaches or walks up, whatever's in front of you. But keep the pressure of foot into hand, hand into foot. And maybe even think about the foot that's on the ground because it's still working. Good. A slow transition back to standing. Have a moment to regroup. Same thing, left side. So left heel to bottom, reach for the foot, grab it, even if you have to contort a little bit or use a strap. Then don't just hold, push the foot into the hand, hand into foot, and then do as as much or as little dancer pose as you want to do. So it can be small or it can be huge, but just keep that pressure. And then a good idea is to also think about the foot on the ground. It's working. It's balancing weight. It's, it's, it's fluctuating a little bit. Okay. And then when you're done, slowly stand on two feet. Just have a little moment. Okay. Ah, back in my space, back two feet on the ground. Walk yourself back to the top of the mat so we can sort of begin again. We're going to repeat some of the stuff we just did. Inhale the arms slowly up. Exhale, fold over the legs. Half lift, inhale. Palms flat on the ground to hop or step plank chaturanga or just walk to down dog. But try to have that palm on the ground moment. Move through your back bend if you did your chaturanga. Use the tops of your feet. Use your hands. 
and then we'll meet in downward facing dog. Just like we did before, raise the right leg up into the air, bend and turn open. If you really want to turn the chest open, bring the left elbow towards the floor, and it can be on the floor, (laughs) and then you can turn the chest a lot, and then it's a little bit more balanced. Good. Step through to your warrior two position to whatever depth you want to go. Make sure you have that assertiveness of foot, assertiveness of foot, assertiveness of palms pushing down as the arms reach, and the little sense of squeezing the legs towards each other. Good. Then from here, just come down to side angle, forearm to thigh or hand to brick, any depth. If you can use the brick so palm can push into it, that's great. And top arm is reaching, palm faces the ground of the top, the top hand, palm faces the ground. It also has a sense of pushing down into the floor. So top arms up and over, Sammy, if you, if you want to do that. Yeah, good. Okay, now bring the top hand to the hip. Bring the right hand forward and to the floor or a brick at any height and come up half moon. Feel free to have a chair underneath that hand. Feel free to have anything, whatever makes it achievable. So we're lifting the back foot. We're in half moon pose. Okay, from here, bend the top leg, heel to butt. Reach the top hand towards the heel. It may or may not touch it, just like you did in dancer pose. And then push the heel towards the hand, hand towards the heel. Good. If it's there, grab the foot. You might have to bend the standing leg to get the foot. If it's not there, just rest the hand on the hip and keep the leg bent. If you're holding the foot, push the foot into the hand. Push, 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 push. Good. And think about the foot on the ground. All right. Slow transition to your runner's lunge and then straight into the twist of the runner's lunge, right arm up. Squeeze the legs towards each other. Push the floor away as you reach to touch the ceiling. From here, you could drop the back knee or you can just step straight into that side plank. So you step the front foot right on top of the back foot into your side plank or however you're going to get there. Okay, then option. Option one, lift the top leg, bend it, grab it like dancer pose. Option two, step the foot behind you into sort of a wild thing, but don't go too wild. So you step the bended leg behind you and you can land on it. Yeah, whatever feels good. Or you can do a bit of both. One more moment. Just enjoy it. Just give it flair. We've been so specific. Okay. And then down dog or chaturanga or right leg hovering slow chaturanga. Sometimes we do things for technique. Sometimes we do it because it's fun. And, you know, we can just give it some energy. Not everything's totally serious or profound. Last round of this. Left leg up, bend the leg, turn open. If you really want to go for a big turn, drop the right elbow, and then your shoulders will be more aligned to turn. But balance out your points of contact. Good. Step through to your warrior two. Left foot forward, right heel down, arms open. You can make it as big or not big as you want. So we have the energy of the legs, pushing, squeezing in, and I've been adding the push down of the palms. Arms stay up, but there's just, my forearms are on, my grip muscles are on, and then my neck and shoulders can relax. Good. 
Come down, side angle, forearm to thigh or hand to brick or hand to floor, top arm up and over. So as that top arm goes up and over, the palm faces the ground. And again, the palm has a, a little feeling of pushing. Another breath there. Then bring that top hand to your hip. Slowly transition to your half moon. Left hand goes forward and onto floor or something. Feel free to build the height up if it was tough last round or if it was a little too stretchy. Good. Then once you're in it, bend the top leg. Don't grab the foot. Just try to lightly touch the heel or reach in that direction. I just like this little, it's like a murderous little tap because it makes things work. Then if you can grab the foot, grab the foot, but don't just grab it. Push the foot into the hand and you can grab on the inside or the outside. A little bit more. Looking good, everybody. Looking good. Then let go of the foot. Come straight into your runner's lunge. Do the twisting runner's lunge with the left arm up and just right into it. Give it flair. Hips are high. Feet are pressing. Whatever's on the ground is pressing. Good. Then from here, just step back into side plank on your right side or drop a knee, do it that way, whatever works. Option, lift the top leg, bend it, grab the foot like dancer pose. Option, step the foot behind in sort of a, a half, a, a wild things. And you can also do that with a knee down. Good. Or do a bit of both. Lovely. And then out of that, into your chaturanga or left leg up chaturanga. This is the last one. Quite a lot of stuff. Fooled you with all the self-massage in the beginning, right? It was all touchy-feely. But I like this journey where we, we, you know, we do a little bit of everything. Okay. Come through to sit with two bent legs in front of you. So you're on your butt. You have bent legs in front of you. Hands behind you. And we're going to go ahead and point the fingers to the sides of the mat. So you may or may not have noticed, but we've done uh, a lot of shoulder strength and mobility. And the one thing I want to do is the strength of the arms when they're behind you. So that's what we're going to do. Push through the feet, push through your hands, lift your hips up. You're in a reverse plank. And if you're thinking, I would much prefer this with my legs straight, then walk your legs out and have legs straight with feet down. Try to get your hips as high as your knees. Hips as high as the shoulders. If it feels good to drop your head back, do it. It doesn't feel good for me. Okay. And then come all the way back down. Fingers pointed out is often a little bit more accessible. Um, So carry on with that. Or turn the fingers to face your heels so arms are internally rotated. So it's just a little little, uh, bit more interesting. From here... Before we come up, feel your feet and hands into the mat, then push into them, slowly come up. And you can have bent legs or straight legs. Try to keep the awareness of the contact. Yeah, if it feels good to drop the head, do it. This is sort of serving as your your heart opening, chest opening. All right. Come all the way back down. Pause for a second. We're going to do it one more time. Fingers can point out. They can even point a little behind, uh, or they can point straight forward. So if you want a little variety, just do something slightly different. Last one. With legs bent or straight, come on up. 
try to keep the awareness of hands and feet. And then just breathe into the space, front of chest. Good. Last moment. All right. Come down. Sit cross-legged, right shin in front. Feel free to sit on any object which helps you be upright. We're going to twist and then we're going to fold. Take a little moment. If you want to have a bolster or a cushion to come down to, also feel free to grab that. From here, with right shin in front, just twist towards the right. So I brought right hand behind me, left hand to right knee. Try to be as tall as you can. Just find the good spinal twist. Don't overthink it. Then come back to center, face forward. In a moment, you can just fold over the legs or you can get cushion or stack of cushions to come down in front of you. So I'm going to grab my bolster, put it in front of me. We've done some quite strong stuff, so let's give a little moment. Before we fold, or if you've already folded, just try to balance the weight out of the thigh and hips so you're not leaning to one side. And then fold down to floor or fold down to objects stacked in front of you. Find something that feels soft. Momentarily, a little bit of effort in the feet and weight distribution right to left, balancing out. Then four or five slow breaths just being here because we're slowing things down now. Last breath or two. Feel free to stay a little longer if you want. Otherwise, come up. Slowly shift so it's the left shin in front. A little twist to the left. Not overthinking it, just thinking, oh, I want my spine to twist. So if I get a little taller, move a little bit, I'll find that. Then come back to face forward. It's a new side, so take your time to fold down. Adjust your props if you're using them. Balance out the weight. Sometimes we we lean to one side. So a little effort in the feet for a couple moments. A little balancing. And then just settle and let it be. And just feel the security of being in your space, whatever it is, and feeling the floor underneath you.
Feel free to stay a little longer. Or slowly come up. Set yourself up to meditate or any Shavasana position you enjoy on your back, on your side, or on your front. And then all I want us to do before I go quiet and you try to find your quiet is first feel the weight of your feet on the ground as you get settled. Feel the weight of your bottom balancing out your pelvis. Wherever your hands are, let them feel like they are releasing into what's underneath them. Same thing, quality of right shoulder and left shoulder is balanced, is letting go. And your head finds its place in center. Feel the support of what's underneath you, the reality of it, and give yourself permission to rest for a few minutes and I'll come back for you so you can settle in.
Feel free to stay where you are. Or if you prefer to finish with me, you can come up to sit. As you sit, hands somewhere on your body just to feel a sense of connection. We've done a lot of work for ourselves. So to finish, just picture a person or a group of people who also need uh, what we learn from this practice and the, the care that we receive from this practice. And as we breathe, let's think of them offering a little bit of what we've done for ourselves to them. So nice breath in. Breath out. Bow or touch the ground. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com. And please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen. Thank you.